Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise Relationship Podcast. I'm your host, Yvonne. This podcast is brought to you by You Are Dynamic, LLC, the company who believes in and cares about you, the company who specializes in personal development. So this week, you're going to find out if you're in love or just addicted to love. By definition, addiction is a craving for, a loss of self-control when it comes to being in a relationship with a specific person or needing a relationship in order to be happy. Talkspace therapist Rachel O'Neill, PhD, explains, quote, you develop a pathological need to replicate the feeling of being in love when you're addicted to love, unquote. Well, Yvonne's definition is you become consumed and you feel like you just can't live without this person. This person is always on your mind. I mean, you have done a deep nosedive into this person. And I do believe that we are created to be in relationship, but when you become fixated on having to have this specific person in your life, no matter how they devalue you, what does that mean? Is it love or are you addicted? Stay tuned. When someone becomes addicted to drugs or alcohol, it's something that they are overwhelmingly convinced that they can't do without. It gives them something that makes them keep coming back for more. And it makes them feel a certain way that they don't want to live without. Despite the fact that the addiction is robbing them of living a fruitful life, they just can't seem to be able to live without it. But you can, especially when the addiction robs you of living the abundant life you are meant to live. You don't have to be addicted to anything that's causing you harm. So let's discuss a few ways to know if your addiction to a certain person is toxic. If you allow your significant other to continually cross your boundaries, when you draw the line in the sand and you say, no, I don't want to do this, or no, I don't want to go there, or I don't believe in this or that, but you continually allow your own boundary to be crossed, you are probably addicted. If you have no other life outside of a specific romantic interest, everything is about that person. You can't go anywhere without them. You can't do anything without them. I would say you're addicted to them. When you justify abusive treatment, you're addicted. You're making excuses for how another person is treating you. You're making excuses for them and you're allowing that and you're justifying it. I would say you're addicted. When you allow yourself to be a doormat, you accept unacceptable treatment on an ongoing basis. You're addicted. 
Is your relationship full of drama and it causes continuous confusion? You don't know right from left, up from down. You're going on the whims of this person that you're with. They're deciding the temperature of your relationship and you just continue to go along with it because maybe you feel that this is the best thing that's ever happened to you. Maybe you feel you're not worthy of real love. There are numerous of reasons, but it is considered to be addicted. You have drama going on up and down all the time. That's not the way a loving relationship is. How about this one? After you intensely fight with this person, you're willing to take the person back no matter how much they hurt you. The fight is usually involving infidelity, lying, other forms of cheating, but you take the partner back no matter how many times they offended you, no matter what they did, you keep saying, I love him or I love her. And you take them back. I would say you're addicted. And here's one more. You feel that it's your job to rescue this person from the inner hell, no matter how abusive they are towards you. Wouldn't you say that that's addictive? Now here's the difference. This is what love looks like in place of addiction. And I'm hoping that this is the kind of relationship that you have. You support each other. You listen to each other. You trust each other and you respect each other's opinions. See, when you're in a loving relationship, you don't fear your partner. You're your own person. You're your own individual self. You have your own friends. You and your significant other can have discussions that aren't centered around someone having to win or be right. And you lovingly accept each other's differences. Those are just some of the things that make up a loving, unaddicted relationship. Now, I'm going to do a few case studies on the other side of our short break. And if you see yourself in any of the upcoming cases, just say, ouch, and determine in your heart, not just in your head, but in your heart that you no longer want to feed toxic additions, addictions. Welcome back. I'm laughing at myself because I couldn't say the word addictions. I said the word additions. But I corrected myself. You get the gist. Addictions. Well, I'm glad you're here. So we're going to go ahead with these case studies. There will be four. And once you listen to them, I want to invite you to share your thoughts via Yvonne, the author at gmail.com. That's Y as in yes, V as in O, N, N, E, the author at gmail.com. That's Y is in yes, V is in victory, O, N, N, E, the author at gmail.com. Or text me your comments. I really want to hear from you. You can text me at 872-256-3072. And I'll put these both in the description. All right. JC and Ron, they've been living together for three years. She lives, eats, and breathes, Ron. From the time she wakes up until she goes to bed, her focus is on Ron. 
She wants to make him happy. Her focus is, okay, what am I cooking for Ron tonight for dinner? And she calls up her girlfriend and she looks up recipes and she thinks about everything Ron has told her that he likes to eat. And she makes she's making sure that she's going to make Ron this perfect dinner. And then she says to herself, is Ron going to be mad at me if, if I buy that beautiful red dress that I've been looking at through the Macy's window? Is he going to be upset with me? Or she thinks about Ron so much that she's writing his last name with hers, J.C. McCurdle. That's Ron's last name, McCurdle. So all day long, she's doodling while she's at work on her little pad, J.C. McCurdle. And then when her friends ask her out, she says, oh, I, let me text Ron first. Let me see what he's doing tonight. I know he's going to be out of town, but let me just see what he thinks. What do you see here in this scenario? I'd like to hear your response. Here's the second case scenario. Ray and Janice have been happily married for 12 years. They own a four bedroom, five bathroom house in the Virgin Islands, a condo in New York, and a summer palatial home in Arizona. They frequently have guests over who wine and dine on the veranda, swim in their infinity pool as they're served by uniformed and gloved servers. They're serving their appetizers and their drinks. Now, Ray and Janice, they don't shop at your local store. Instead, they have everything flown in from food to clothing to furniture. One day, while looking through the desk drawer in her husband's office, Janice came upon a photo of a young lady cladly dressed, and when she turned over the photo, she saw an inscription that read, So enjoyed you last week. Looking forward to our next vacation. Well, she knew there wasn't her in the picture. So one day, she was talking to her best friend, and this is what she told her best friend. Girl, I know he has a mistress, but I'm not going anywhere. Why would I give up this lifestyle? This is my lifestyle. And her friend responded, are you addicted to your lifestyle? Is it more important than your own happiness? Okay, tell me what you think. Let me know in the comments. Next up, we're talking about Renee and Larry. They've been dating for a year. He told his friend he just can't seem to do anything right. Renee frequently becomes angry at him and stops talking to him. She won't accept his calls or text messages. She also complains about his wardrobe, the color he chooses, and the styling of his clothes. She decides where they go on all of their dates, and if he suggests something different, she calls him selfish. You're so selfish. One time, she slapped him so hard that she left her handprint on his face. Woo. She decides how much of his check she's going to allow him to have and she takes the rest and does what she wants with it. And when his friends ask him why they're still together, Larry says it's because he loves her. When she's in a good mood, she's so loving and that's what keeps him there. He believes that he can change her. He knows she's had a rough childhood but he feels he just can't do without her 
Now, would you call that an addiction? What do you think Larry is actually addicted to? And here's the last one. The first time Alicia had sex, she thought she had gone to heaven. Her husband, Dre, he was extremely gentle with her. And it was the first time for both of them. She thought she had hit the jackpot. Well, years into their marriage, she was still finding different locations and positions for them to <clears throat> adventure into. Dre was satisfied, but Alicia, well, let's just say she wanted to explore even more. Well, you get the drift. When Dre finally drew a line in the sand, Alicia still tried, but became upset because he was not on board. Well, one day, Dre came home from a business trip, found Alicia in their bed with another guy. He was furious. He turned around and he left. A week later, he came back home and they resolved their issues, or so he thought. The next thing he knew, he was picking Alicia up from the police station and posting bail for a charge of prostitution. This time, he did leave for good. What would you say Alicia is addicted to? If you're addicted to a certain person, ask yourself why. Why do you allow a certain person to have such control in and over your life? I want you to dig deep because I want you to, and I always say this in my recordings, in my episodes, I always say, I want you to. And that's what You Are Dynamic is about, a personal brand. It's about personally developing your life so that you can begin to have fun, so that you can have relationships that are not toxic. Well, you get to drift. And let me continue. If you're addicted to a certain person, ask yourself why. Are you in love with the idea of love? What is it that you're really searching for? Are you wearing those rose-colored glasses because you're in love with the idea of love? Addictions usually have hidden factors as to why someone struggles with them. For example, codependency, sometimes called the need to please, it's characterized by enabling and putting others' needs before your own on a regular basis. And as a result, you attempt to find self-worth and self-esteem through your relationships. After listening today, which are you? Is it love or are you addicted to love? I want you to remember and never forget, you are dynamic. Why? Because after everything you've been through, you're still here. Thank you so much for listening in today. And I welcome your feedback, which you'll be able to find in the description.